What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Miss Get Fit with Jack. We are the Black Health Academy, filling and solving the problems of the culture one episode at a time. If you haven't already, make sure you join the Black Health Academy at www.theblackhealthacademy.com. New masterclasses, workouts, audio lectures available on a regular and ongoing basis. New podcasts every two weeks. Free live nutritional coaching for all Black Tier members once a month. Free plant-based community nutrition class held in the city of Detroit every first Saturday of the month. What more do you want? We out here trying to make sure you have a connection with credible information that's going to help you solve and reverse your obesity and chronic disease, which we know runs rampant in our community. Jay, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Let's get this pledge. You ready? I'm ready. Let's get it. I pledge that going forward, I will be intentional about my health. I will no longer hold on to past excuses. I pledge to make decisions that will positively impact my life, my family, and my community. I will not place blame on external factors. I will control that which is within my control. That is the Black Health Academy pledge. If you're inside of the Academy, just click on the tab that says podcast and you can join along with us. Take the pledge to be better for you, yourself, your community and your family. Okay, so today, Jay, you came up with a phenomenal topic. Um, We have a lot to live up to because the last episode, (laughs) apparently everybody was feeling it. First of all, shout out to the people who made it to the end of the last episode and actually took advantage of my offer to um, book a nutritional consultation for a dollar, which, by the way, don't try and listen to this and go back now. I've deleted the coupon code. It will no longer (laughs) work. It will no longer work. So by the time this episode comes out, right, by the time this episode (laughs) comes out, that coupon code has been deleted. That was just a little something from us to you guys to uh, thank you for rocking with us. To all the way to the end of that last super long, super ridiculous episode. Uh, I but I listen. I had a pep talk with Jay. We got her some behavior. I was just, that's <laughs> funny because I was just about to be like, I'm. So, I apologize. The only ridiculous part about it was the shoe incident. Really? Let's move on. No, oh, you Let's don't want to Let's move on. Let's move on. And the update for those of you who are wondering, I'm still rocking just one shoe, one pump. Uh, Jay has not returned my pump, uh, and, and I'm still waiting on that. Is it still in your back seat? And she still has zero Fs to get about whether, zero. <laughs> whether or not I get my shoe back. <laughs> like um, somebody gave me two of them, I will be still a negative. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care at all. But no, no seriously, I do care. I'm going to get it back to you. Um, so thank you guys for listening. So many people said, listen, I need to see a picture of that taco you was describing in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad you guys got a mad kicks out of that episode. This episode, Jay, you came up with a phenomenal topic though, that I'm so excited to talk about basically about since, um, Western medicine, uh, appeared and became what it is and what we know it as right. today. It's trending. Right. It's trending as right a now. whole institution, Right. Um, we believe that that is and has always been the right. only way to mm-hmm. get whole or get healthy. And we doubt right. any other method if it doesn't originate with Western medicine. Exactly. So the reason why I came up with this topic was because I purchased a, an orange calcite um, choker. 
-hmm. I was down at the Eastern Market, and then I I love I just love chokers with the leather look, um, the wood look, and things of that nature. So I stopped when I saw it, and I've been wanting crystals anyway. Okay. So when I saw this orange calcite, I, you know, I figured it had to mean something. So I asked her what it meant, and it just resonated. So it's particular. I'm going to read it all. Okay. Orange calcite is particularly helpful mentally, relieves emotional fear, mental breakdown, depression. Particularly helpful with phobias, restores mental and emotional equilibrium. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, swipe, swipe me, please. <laughs> so I um I got that, and then um after I bought this. Mind you, I'm on, I'm on bike. I'm on the bike. Rode the bike around to another stop where you just cuddle and hug puppies. Okay. Right. So it's just, it was just mm. to kind of you know bring you down, calm you down, yep. help the puppies, help you. Just just a real natural. So when I wore the um, necklace and someone you know complimented me on it, and I was telling them the meaning, they didn't say anything, but they kind of gave me a look like, really? Mm -hmm. Like, all of that? How? Like, okay, you being a little extra, right. a little dramatic. Right. Yeah, I read all of that through a look. But yeah. I'm used to it. Right. It's, it. When you say you can um, get rid of high blood pressure by your that people always give the look like, no, you need to get medication. So then, you know, I called you because I was aggravated, and I started thinking about it. How how did we become this society where we rely wholly on Western medicine, mm -hmm. pres, you know, prescriptions, um, institutions where we have to pay, yeah. all of these things? You honestly believe that we weren't given and gifted with natural resources 100%. to heal and restore and repair. Yeah. You really believe that? Yep. You be really believe that the creator who gave us all of these different natural things that you don't, you or I don't even think about. But when you think about it, when you think about how intelligently we are created and sophisticated we're created, mm -hmm. you mean to tell me he, the creator did not give us a, a resolution to, to some of these problems. So I called you and I was like, what do you think about this topic? And of course you was with it. Yeah. So here we are. And here we are. And I can't wait to discuss it because I think that's a really, really, really great point. And I'm going to go into some of that later with my own personal examples with um, different type of healing modalities outside of the typical Western medicine realm that we we doubt. Yeah. Right? And how we can start tapping into some, into some of those modalities as opposed to thinking we have to run to right. man-made pharmaceuticals and methodology. So I love the topic. I think it's brilliant. Um, but first, wait, wait what? what? Wait, what is our segment where Jay and I identify something we either saw, heard, or experienced in the last week that made us go, wait, wait what? So I read an article real quick, a Times article that says vegan sues her neighbor for barbecuing in their own backyard, for barbecuing basically animals in her own backyard because she says, I can't come out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen. My choice is going to affect everybody. My, this is what I chose. My personal choice. And I choice. don't need that barbecue going down next door. No. Period. She said her neighbor says, it was in Australia. She said her neighbors <laughs> were barbecuing fish and she could smell it and she couldn't come out of her house. So she sued them. Do you have? Do you know how that turns out? You oh yeah, the the case the the court said uh, it was in the Supreme Court in Australia. The court said absolutely not. 
these people are living in their home. She said, not only are they barbecuing fish, they're smoking cigarettes, and all of it is a problem. She said, oh, and just to top it off, the baby's playing basketball in the backyard, and it's too much noise as well. So, oh, she meant to have her own universe. That's what she apparently turns out. She ended up here on Earth or a street with people. people. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she accidentally bought a house in a neighborhood with people, and um, now she's suing them for barbecuing <laughs> for being people, backyard, for being people, yeah, and yeah. living their own life, right? And uh, I thought that was really funny because. We vegans, this is exactly why we are called extreme and ridiculous oh, yeah. and everything. Like, remember that story that we found? It was many, many episodes ago where, like, the PETA or whoever people dressed oh, up yeah, like cows like and stuff, and they laid down on the floor and act like they were the slaughtered animals. Y'all stop doing that. Y'all making us look bad. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are making us look, we are, we're not that way. So... Speaking of that, that just made me think of a wait what. So, someone I used to wear, we're like in a group chat, it's like six of us. She's always sending me ridiculous vegan stuff. She sent me that she, by the way, don't think it's ridiculous. Okay. It's always funnier, like I told you, for her. Uh huh. Vegans have a 20% more, uh, a 20% higher chance of having a stroke or heart attack. You heard yeah. that before? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. The, the study just came out. Yeah, it's, it's been on all the headlines. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. like, wait, what? First of all, mm-hmm. all vegans are not created equal. Yeah. So uh, why are we even discussing this? Why are you even sending me this? I'm like, come on now, chill. This could not be. I, I, I honestly don't believe this could be reality. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't care if you presented me all the facts in the world because there's no way you you're lining these people up with i mean who are we lining up who are we comparing are we comparing athletes against athletes right are we comparing working moms against like what is the case study here right you right. know what's the demographic of the population sample right um yeah no i agree a thousand percent uh somebody tagged me in it of course uh, lisa what do you think about this um i'm like fake news and um <laughs> and it's all and it's also relevant to say and I say this in a lot of my lectures is even though I'm here to teach you about nutrition stop acting like that's the only factor in optimal health right right and so you can totally nail do everything right on a whole foods plant-based vegan diet and still potentially have poor health because there's so many other factors from your movement to your lifestyle habits to the people you spend time with to, you know, how you drink or entertain, to how you actually prepare the food. Your work environment, are you inhaling? You know, some people work in places where it's so toxic, the air alone, factories, everything. Whatever you were exposed to when you were younger, you know, it's so many things. As a matter of fact, I was just talking to somebody the other day, and she's like, well, you know, it's chemtrail season. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, snap. She's like, yeah, fall, you know, the crops, harvesting. So this is the time of the year where the planes are flying over and literally spraying the chemicals on the crops. Mm-hmm. So this is usually the season where people are seeing an increased amount of respiratory problems and things like that. So if you live in a city with chemtrails, if mm-hmm. you live in a town, I had a client who's from Florida and she said, I lived in the city that was a mostly agriculture city and they we would literally feel the mist of the chemicals they were spraying out of the planes. And she said, everybody in my town, everybody on my street, every female on my street, including myself, has had a hysterectomy. 
Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. So my point is, there are so many other things yeah. that impact your health. Every individual has a different narrative about where they come from and where they're going right. and what they do that impacts your health. It's not just the diet. Mm -hmm. That just happens to be our lane of expertise and what we talk about. Right. But there's some other stuff y'all got to do right. Right. You know, or that you don't have control over. Right. I remember I was at a restaurant and um, I was with non-vegans, non, not even think it was three other people. None of them were about a healthy life. No one exercised. No one ate right. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about like not at all. Right. And so this was one of the times where I had ordered the Beyond or the Impossible Burger. And they started grilling me about that really not being healthy and what makes me think. And, you know... I, if I said it once, I said it a million times. I'm no longer. I will discuss health and nutrition with anyone who's really not trying to just debate with me. But if you're just trying to knock down my belief system, I no longer entertain the conversation. Right. So I was like, you know, <laughs> I was like, I could be wrong. I was like, vegan can be um, a, a very unhealthy diet. I was like, we're both going to die. I guess we'll see at the end. Yeah. They look so shocked. Like. You're not no. Yeah, I'm not gonna go back. This and is forth for me. I believe that this is the number one. I mean, I'm talking about second to none. This is the number one uh, lifestyle choice that will lead, have a abundant life with health and mental clarity mm -hmm. and emotional health and spiritual clarity. I believe that. God has not validated. God didn't come down and say, you're right. Mm -hmm. So because this is my belief system. Mm -hmm. And I'm no longer willing to debate it with you. If you believe the way you're eating is right, go ahead. Go right ahead. Well, look, I mean, come on now. We, we're not going to live forever. And if that's what you want to believe, believe it. I'm not here for it anymore. But here's the thing. Most of these people who are debating with you don't believe that the way they're eating is the optimal way. And that's, the, and that's why you won't debate with them. You're like, I'm willing to debate with somebody who believes... Their consumption of animals. Right. Is when they optimal. really did the study, they right. really work out, they really eat like the baked chicken and the spinach. And that's like, what I'm going to talk to. Let's go back and forth. You tell me what you've learned. You tell me what books you've read. You tell me what podcasts and what documentaries you've watched. And we can really have a conversation. We can, but I'm not debating what I hadn't read. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Period. <laughs> Period. I'm not, I'm not going to argue when I'm hot and ready. <laughs> why is that and so let me fat? find out you still drink Kool-Aid. We, really, we oh, can't ever again. Why am I even at this table with you? Exactly. You, yeah. So those are the people we Those are the with. people who always got one in the holster with their auntie and dad, and she was playing bass. My cousin had cancer, and they ran a marathon every day. Those are the ones who stay ready. Yeah. The people who are really, they have questions. They don't have answers. Mm -hmm. You know how long mm -hmm. you how long you been eating this way? How uh, do you feel better? Right. Um, you know what made you do it? Right. What when it's like people who are really, yep. really into health, they have questions. They are not attacking. They are not trying to debate with me. Yeah. They are literally trying to pick my brain to see if what I'm saying can be applied to their life to to elevate their health. Or, or at least their workouts. That's it may true. not even be about health. It may just be about how can I run faster? How can I, you know what I mean? That's My true. stomach not as flat as I want to be. Like whatever it is, they're trying to learn something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying to add on because all they do is research and study. And right. So, that, yeah. so I'm trying to see what you know. Right. And so just like when that, that lady monster. critiqued you on, on uh, Instagram and you ended up saying, you know what? 
how much do you charge? I just want to see what you know. Yep. Even if I agree with none of it, but I may learn something exactly. from you. Exactly. So I'm not here to debate when you really have a passion for something. It's not about debating with anyone to seem superior Mm-mm. and make you, you know, seem inferior. No. Yeah. It's about building alliances. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so. That's so funny. Not up for debate. Uh, I was. <laughs> I was at a step class last night in Beacon Park in downtown Detroit. A late night step class. And uh, I was talking with uh, the one of my homegirls in the class afterwards. Uh, shout out to Coach Kiwi. Taught, uh, Kiwi taught the class last night in Beacon Park. But afterwards, I was talking to another girl who took the class, and she was talking about dating. So just real quick, I just want to talk about, uh, you know, how important is it for you, Jay, to have similar eating ideologies as your mate or as somebody you're dating? It's extreme it is it number one <laughs> i can't you're so extra i'm being dramatic it's right at now. the top of the list like what's your diet like it's at the top of the list you know because she was saying it's, it's okay go ahead she was and it was all in jest right it was all her joking but she was saying listen i dated a vegetarian for a couple months and we really tried to make it work <laughs> she said i really i really i really did at least she said but I found myself going to restaurant, you know, looking at the menu online before we went, trying to see if it was something he could eat. And, you know, I, I ate vegetables. I ate as many vegetables as I could, but I needed some meat. She was like, I need to date a meatitarian. And I was like, that's funny because I, you know, had to let somebody go recently who was a meatitarian. And it, it was the same situation. Like, I need somebody who's going to mess with the you know, a little more lean more towards the veggie side. I right. said we should have traded. Right, right, right. So you mean tell me you knew somebody? And right, I knew somebody. Right. And we were laughing so hard. <laughs> and I said it's right up there with listen. We have to have similar dietary preferences and similar TV show preferences. I got to be able to watch TV with you. And, oh. I got, and, and and for me, it's TV comedy diet. You know what I mean? Not in that order necessarily. And I'm just being funny. <laughs> but I thought it was hilarious, and I'm like that. that probably a good thing to kind of chat about yeah so for me we're gonna take the the thing that everybody wants to decide loyalty um oh, trust. yeah right, right, we, right. we're gonna put that in the everybody like duh that. right yeah. yeah 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 okay no brainer right but when it comes to the things that are particular to me yeah diet <laughs> diet and more diet got it so because do they have to be vegan no okay no but you have to scrutinize what you eat. And not necessarily when you eat it. You don't have to. It can be muscle memory. It can be, you know, I don't go to that restaurant because blah, blah, blah. You know how we do. Like, I don't, I don't pull up at no fast food restaurant. Right. I only go to these places if I'm out. Right. But you, you, you have a conscience about what you eat. You don't. Right. Yeah. Very similar to me. It can be meat. But it's, it can't be fried chicken and fried, and I, I eat a big steak platter. And no, I can't. I can't do it because what will happen is you'll resent me. I'll become your mommy. You're gonna eat? Don't eat that. That's good. It's human cat. This just got food dying. And that'll be and you it, saying that'll things? be me. It got food dying. <laughs> I'll be annoying. I'll be annoying to you because you you can't cut it off. I can't cut it off. Yeah. So you already have to be in that lane to even like me. <laughs> and not really, you know what I mean? It's like, is that blue? What's naturally blue? Tell me what's naturally like, blue. Why are you drinking that's not really blueberry. Blue that's, that's blue number four. Like, no, yeah. I don't want to be that person to yeah. anyone. Yeah. 
So, yeah, that's number one because it's yeah. such a huge factor into who I am. Yes, it is. And so, yeah, that's number one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought that was funny, and I thought it, it's interesting when you begin to select mates, you know, um, because in our last farm-to-table class, a young lady uh, raised her hand and said, you know, one of the ways this class has impacted me is kind of like my dating life. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, you know, do tell. Do tell. <laughs> and she's just basically like, I went out on a couple dates with a dude, but uh, we couldn't, I couldn't do it. I'm, I'm trying to do this plant-based thing and uh, it's real. we couldn't make it work. And I was like, wow, that is so true. It's real. That is what, I, and, and it can be for anybody, this might sound ridiculous to somebody, but like, for you, you probably have your own thing mm -hmm. that you won't compromise on. Like for me, somebody has to work out. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not dating nobody who don't work exactly. out. Exactly. Like yep. you have to take Equally, your yeah. physical health serious. The way you eat and the way you move have to be a conscious decision. Yeah. And, and another big one for me is uh, the impact that you want to make on the world. Like you absolutely have to have put thought into and have to have seriously considered what impact you want to make on the world. Like, why is the world a better place because you're here? What do you do to contribute and pour into the world? Like, what's your gift? What's your, like, are you just mindlessly are you just in here working randomly to pay? Be, right. Are you a consumer or a producer? Yeah. So I need to be with somebody who's more of a producer um, who, number one, could understand my uh, producer mentality, uh, but then also can have a purpose, you know, and a passion for something outside of just a general running on a hamster meal and working to pay bills and survive. So those things are huge for me. And I was, and I was just cracking up because she's like, I need a meditarian. And I'm like, I was dying. So. Yeah, a meditarian would kill me. You just sitting there, okay. <laughs> let me just and then I just I just cut into some someone so so out cold the other day when they start talking about protein. You know, we are talking about who told you about protein, but I was like, you don't even work out. Work, what are you building with this protein? At least go work out. <laughs> At least work out and need some protein to rebuild your and repair your muscles. Absolutely. You ain't even hitting no curls. You're not even do doing even... no pull-ups. Why do you need this protein? Yeah. Tell me. Yeah. Good, good you, yeah. Just explain to me. Yeah. You could have ate like a half of an egg today and that would have been all the protein <laughs> you needed because you ain't doing nothing but sitting around. <laughs> mad today thinking about you got mad again it sounds like oh yeah Listen. look I, I realized I was just watching everybody talking about they couldn't wait to go home from work today to just go from one screen a computer screen to a TV screen to a and from an office screen. chair to a, to, a, to a lazy chair Ooh. I was like just stay at work and make some money. You ain't doing nothing different. Ooh, Get out here and live. It. Oh, yeah. Oh, that hurt a little bit. <laughs> That's from it. From one screen to I'm another. I'm talking about be pressed. From one seat I to can't another. wait. What time is it? Ooh, I feel like I've been here since yet. Why? Maybe because you're doing the same thing. There's nothing to break up your day. No, I don't feel like I've been here since yesterday. Why are you pressed to go home to sit down and stare at another screen Ooh. going from the the office seat to the to the driver's seat in your car the passenger seat to the seat in your home Ooh. to the screen I, i'm just like you know i'm sick of y'all <laughs> oh am i ranting Ooh, no i love it <laughs> oh i'm sick off. of y'all i'm off. sick of it mm, mm, mm. <laughs> i'm sick of it that's mm, it that's mm, all i mm, mm. don't geek me up no <laughs> don't geek me up it makes sis. too much sense it makes too much sense 
Listen, let me describe the sandwich I ate today. You know, maybe I'll make a meal description part of the podcast. Maybe we should make that a segment. No. Here we go, y'all. <laughs> go off. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Are you about the sandwich you just ate? Yeah, Jay. It, was- it did look. Man, I was over here like, what type of bread is that? Jay. It looked delicious. I ain't gonna lie. so delicious. So first of all, people always ask me when I lecture and we're talking about starch. You eat bread? What type of bread do you eat? Yes, I eat bread, guys. I'm not afraid of bread. I'm not like, I don't have a bread phobia. I don't think bread is bad for you. I don't think pasta, potatoes, or rice are bad for you. The issue is that you guys eat the versions of those things that are stripped of, have been stripped of all of its fiber and that are nutrient poor. So I buy bread from a fresh bakery, right? So whatever bakery may be in your neighborhood, or I go to a bakery called Avalon, or I go to like Whole Foods and they have a bakery in-house where they bake fresh bread, right? So this particular loaf of bread I got from Whole Foods. It's a bread called Seeduction, S-E-E-D, Seeduction. Got all these seeds and grains in it. Um, And they have the little cards at the bakery where you can read all the ingredients. So Mm -hmm. it's vegan, no sugar, no dairy, nothing, whole wheat, whole grains, um, baked right there in Whole Foods. And then I asked them to give me a loaf of the seed duction and they slice it for me fresh, right? So this is bread that doesn't have any preservatives in it. If I have to, uh, to keep it, I either have to freeze it, refrigerate it, but it can't just sit on the counter, right? So that's what you want. You want real food that's rotting. You want real food that's going bad. So the same applies to my bread. So I got a loaf of seduction bread. And man, today for dinner, I made two veggie sandwiches. So on my veggie sandwich was, I had a vegan mayo. The Mm -hmm. the brand was uh, Sir Kensington. Vegan mayo, and what makes uh, mayo not vegan is that the, it's the fact that it usually has eggs in it. So maya, mayo is not dairy, okay, because eggs are not dairy. Eggs come from a chicken. Dairy comes from a cow. So mayo is not dairy, but it's also typically not vegan because it has eggs in it. So when you get a vegan mayo, it means it's eggless, okay? So I had a vegan mayo. Mm-hmm. On one slice of the bread. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. I had the yellow mustard on the other slice of the bread. Oh, like you planned this thing out. Oh, I planned it out, Jay. I flipped them out. Now, mind you, I've already pre-turned on the toaster oven. Why do you know that? Girl. Okay, gifts. Why you keep... No, I'm not questioning you. I'm Don't... just... No, go on. I've pre-turned on the toaster oven, yeah? Yes. Got two slices of the seduction bread. Okay. Fresh from the bakery. Again, slathered one with the vegan mayo. mayo. Slathered the other one. Mustard. You got it. Now, on one of them, I topped a pile of plants. I now, saw that. Now, I bought the organic power greens. So it's like baby, baby, baby spinach and little baby arugula and like some baby power yeah. greens, right? The organic boys, mm-hmm. right? Put that on one. Okay. One slice of the bread. All right. I then proceeded to slice up my avocado, fresh organic garden tomato, mm. fresh organic cucumber. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, now here's the key now. Because, see, I don't like, I got to be able to bite into my sandwich. Absolutely. So, I don't like thick cut uh-huh. slices That's a mistake of vegetables. People make. Right. No, we can't. Y'all got to do it right if y'all yeah. going to do the thing. Now, mine, the toaster oven hot at this point. Oh, okay. So, I'm under the fire. I'm like, oh, yeah. we got, it's yeah, go time. To make, yeah. Absolutely. So, I thinly sliced 
the organic tomato, cucumber, and avocado. I like how you put emphasis on thinly. And it's extremely important. Go on. Because you, you can hold the sandwich together. You know how slippery that tomato can get. Yeah, I do. I experienced that before. We don't want them problems, I do. Not at all. So now I now so then I proceed to pile on my thinly sliced vegetables. <laughs> proceed is killing me, bro. <laughs> Come on. On top of my plants. I'm listening. Okay. I thought you were. Now I put the two sides together. Yeah. Okay. As you should. So I got my sandwich now, right? Slap that in the toaster mm-hmm. oven. Now get ready now. I'm ready. Put that in the toaster oven. Mmm, just enough for the bread to get crisp on each side. Pull it out. Press it down like a panini. Mm. Side note, did you know the only thing that makes a panini a panini is the fact that it's been smashed down with a spatula or something? <laughs> y'all paying all this money for paninis. I didn't know that. When all you It's got not to... the lines and the toast other thing that make it the panini. Well, well, yeah, because they smashing it down with the grill. So, of course, you get the natural lines on there. You can do that. I mean, come on now. Anyway, y'all upcharging for paninis. So, anyway, I take it out the toaster oven, smash it down, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's what set it off, and I want to be very clear about this. Go on. This is the piece that shook me a little bit. Okay. When you take it out of the toaster oven, uh-huh. you get out your very best Italian seasoning blend. Lift up one side of the bread and season it with an Italian seasoning. Who taught blend. you that, Jay? I, you know what? That's probably something that's been in your family. I don't even think you're supposed to be telling us that. <laughs> I don't know if that was. The I- I don't even think you're supposed to be telling us I might that. Have just did that. Your grandma might be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> that probably been in your family Dang. for years. Everybody you like, just what's don't... the secret behind this sandwich? Wow. And I'm gonna tell you something. Seasoning. That you, let me tell you something that you did and you don't even realize it. Oh. Normal. Normally, people put their sandwiches in sandwich bags. Oh. When you took that sandwich out of that aluminum foil, come on now. I said she hitting on something right oh, there. Oh, because the aluminum come keeping on. it nice and crisp oh. and fresh. You don't have that, you know, that steam in the bag from oh, the yep, sandwich. Yep. I say she. I don't know exactly what that is, Jay. but she know what she's doing. Jay wrapping a warm sandwich in foil and then proceeding it to eat it out the foil. You just peel the foil oh, back a little bit. Yeah, I get. That's why I gave you your. I sl- I stepped back and lit you I appreciate because I that. said that didn't just happen in t- like a minute. No, she took her time with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cold with it. Yeah, yeah. And see what I'm a, what I'm gonna top it off with tomorrow because you know I'm gonna run it. Back. Why are you always running back, Jay? <laughs> you know I'm the queen of running it. Back. You are. What I'm gonna top it off with tomorrow mm-hmm. is some thinly sliced red onion. Thought about that post sandwich. Huh? Oh. Thinly sliced red. What onion. about some olives too? I'm not doing this with you today. <laughs> I'm not doing this with you today. Uh, Don't it? Mm-mm. If you've never listened to anything I've said Mm-mm. these 17 years of friendship, <laughs> throw some olives on that sandwich no, and see Jack, if it don't change your life. I'm not doing it. Nah, nah, nah. I tell you, because them olives gonna get me in trouble. Let me tell you why. Because sometimes, and you know this about me. I go down to Avalon Bakery and what I get? The olive bread. Come on now, Jesus. <laughs> so you already know. I know. I'm an olive junk. I know. I, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Let me mess around and get that. Bless yourself. With that olive bread. Okay. I'm not doing that because 
No, I'm happy. It's a sudden thing. It's a sudden thing. It's like too delicious. I don't. Are you going to have me mess around, wake up in the morning, and call myself to call off? Yeah, I done forgot. <laughs> right. I got to Can I take somebody and coming in. Emailing yourself. <laughs> it ain't happening today. <laughs> I got to I got to get out of here. I need a day to myself. <laughs> but it's delicious. Anyway. Y'all take that one with you. Do what you want. But everybody got to have a recipe, Jay. Everybody got to know how to make this. Just a veggie sandwich. We still eat sandwiches. Like, that's right. so basic. Mm-hmm. We still... Didn't you just last week or whenever last I saw you just had had like a peanut butter sandwich, a peanut butter and... Oh, like you can get some Ezekiel bread, even some raisin Ezekiel bread if you want. And we were just talking about that too. When people say they want something sweet, but they don't want fruit, get some Ezekiel raisin bread. You can, you can even, well, I know people don't want to do all this, but you can even uh, make your own uh, strawberry jam if you want to. You don't have to have sugar added, but they actually have strawberry preserves where you don't even have to get an Oreo cookie. Like you can get that craving. Satisfied. satisfied with still natural food. Yeah. So you get the strawberry preserve food. Yes, yeah, that hopeful. But see, the thing is, people don't want to pay eight. Like it, it is when you get them to do it for you, it is a little costly. Yeah, you no, know? yeah, that's costly. It's like seven, eight dollars. And so the very only small. ingredient is strawberry. It's pectin in there though. Oh, pectin. What do you okay. think of pectin? Now, I don't I don't mind pectin. Um now I get, which may be a little more uh, affordable, and I know the jar is bigger, is apple butter. So I usually have a peanut and apple butter sandwich. Mm. Oh man, I Jack. think I've seen you eat that before. I, I, you probably have. Was my eyes rolling in the back of my head? Absolutely. That was that day. <laughs> <laughs> that was yep. That apple was butter. The day that I was I apple got, butter day. Oh, for sure. guys, listen. And it don't even have to be in Whole Foods. I've bought um, apple butter from you know other like local local grocery stores. I know people listen from all over. Um, but like here in Michigan, we have a store called Meyer. I get the apple butter, and then literally the only ingredient is apples. Mm, mm, mm. Period. Yeah, it's like I know. Come on now, mm-hmm. the sweet. It's like almond butter. The only thing is it's almond, almond yeah. but it, it, it hit different. Yeah. So you know, you make you a peanut butter. So it, to make it the sandwiches better, uh, healthier for the baby school lunches, you know, um, you need to get the peanut butter with one ingredient. Not it should not have palm oil, it should not have molasses, it should not have sugar. sugar. It shouldn't I don't even buy the ones with salt. My peanut butter literally has one ingredient, which is peanuts, and then I get the apple butter, which has one ingredient, apples, and make a sandwich out of that boy. Mm-hmm. Now I toast those sometimes too. I'm telling you. Jay. Now, if you want to get fancy, you got them hands. It. You know how people usually talking about fighting. <laughs> like, no, not today. I got them hands. <laughs> Listen, if you want to get real fancy with it, mm-hmm. thinly slice because you know I'm all about that thin slice. See, thick slice stuff take too much. Uh, you know, take real too much estate. Out of you. It, yeah. yeah, and take too much real estate on the sandwich. Like you don't yeah. get to just dominate the taste here. But if you really, really want to change the game with that apple and peanut butter sandwich, thinly slice some banana on top of there. Huh? Stop looking at me in my eyeball. That's what. Huh? I said. I, I thought. I thought I heard you whisper something. <laughs> Listen. Change the game. So, just a lesson on the food piece today is <laughs> for you guys to understand that eating this way can be delicious, fun, and huh? it doesn't require a Michelin star recipe. 
Anyway, on to the topic. We're 35 minutes in. I think it's now time to feed the people. Um, All right. Drop the knowledge. Okay, so tell us the origin. Well, you told us the origin of your topic with you buying, you know, the stone and then going to hold some puppies and realizing that there was other ways to <laughs> It's not ridiculous, dog. Yo, anyway, look at I said, that sounded, that sounded trash. Okay. I'm, I'm like, what? <laughs> Oh, what type apologize. of foolishness was I? Was I drinking? <laughs> yo, yo! I ain't trying to minimize it because that's yeah. low. Key. No, no, you can't. You ain't mean to. That's the worst can. You don't mean to. But it's right. You wouldn't hail some puppies. I mean, right. And it turns out that's a better way to lower your blood pressure. Right. <laughs> now, now make them a believer. Right. I'm like, uh. <laughs> Orange. For those of you who don't think I'm crazy, um, yeah, so <laughs> here's the thing, you know, <laughs> Shut up. and then I saw you try not to laugh. I didn't mean to throw it under the bus like that. I'm trying to make a real valid oh, point. Real valid point. Lord. Okay. Oh, <laughs> right. oh, God. Won't you say a point? Because no. you did this. You did this. I, I created this. <laughs> well, you know what? With the with the whole in puppies and stuff and being like a healing practice, it's interesting because there's actually, forgive me for getting the country wrong, but I think it's Japan where they actually have a brick and mortar businesses dedicated to cuddling, for example, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a whole lot of science behind um, the the value behind uh, getting intimate with another living being, whether mm -hmm. it's a dog. We know pets can be very therapeutic mm -hmm. um, and or whether it's human. So because our culture is... Uh, so individualistic now mm -hmm. um, and even cultures like uh, Asian cultures who traditionally there may have been more co closeness now we're seeing almost uh, epidemic of people suffering from basically a lack of intimacy yeah. right um, and not meaning that in a sexual manner at all but that closeness, closeness with um, another living being who you feel um cares about you or feels affection for you is really integral in our physical health. It has literally physiological effects as far as, you know, like you said, calming. They've even show, I think they've done studies in prison systems where they introduce programs where the prisoners could uh, do things with pets, grooming pets, blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. it brought the rates of violence and stuff like that down. Yeah. Um, so it is really, really, um, sometimes when we look at uh, maintenance, stress maintenance, or when we look at chronic things like high blood pressure or, you know, chronic headaches or chronic joint pain or all these, things, all these things that manifest in our body from trauma, from emotional stress, from, you know, financial stress, work stress, whatever. Um, a lot of those things can be mitigated with non-traditional methods. Did, yeah. I, did I clean it up? I'm very impressed. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> thank you for that. No, thank you. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I was really taking it on a more, on a more, maybe is the word spiritual? No, yeah, let's get it. No, I want to get into that part too. Okay. So a lot of people are, they may not have a certain religion, but most people believe 
that we have a creator, higher power, yes. right? Um, and that this earth has been here for thousands of years, yeah. right? Um, we're, we, we all are in agreement for that. Um, and a lot of people are in agreement with, you know, whenever something is going awry, you know, or even when it's going to pray. Right. You know, something, you, your house burned down, pray. You lost your job, pray. You, you've been diagnosed with something, pray. So they, they can lean on a higher power mm-hmm. when it comes to things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But the moment you start saying lean on natural resources that are not man-made mm-hmm. for things that are more tangible, that's when... It gets kind of the lines get kind of blurry, and you start to seem like you're a little eclectic, or you're a little bit, you know, a little too hippie or over the top. Mm-hmm. And I start thinking about all the different things that were, were were given to us, and not just given to us, but the things that we can extract to heal ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, just like allergy season, if you just extract certain things like dairy from your diet, if you drink more water, if you get more rest. It, you know, you have less mucus in your body, then the disease diseases won't be able to travel, and you won't be get, you won't get sick, and things of that nature. And and people make it seem as if it's some type of not illusion. What's the word I'm looking for? Like it's some as if it's what's the word when people used to practice those those witchcrafts and all those things back in, and now people call it. Um, or wives' tale, or yeah, things like that, like fables, fables and yeah. and things like that's mm-hmm. almost ridiculous. Like it doesn't exist. Yeah, and even when you even when you say go to a, a holistic doctor, you know, go see a natural doctor, holistic doctor. Mm-hmm. They still don't even these people have studied this crap. Yeah, these people have some people have certificates, degrees, have went to universities for this still, and you still are a non-believer. Yeah. We, I mean, we're, we're made so intelligently. We can carry, women can carry a baby and feed a baby that's inside of our body that we have never saw before. Mm-hmm. We can literally, I mean, it, he made God, I ain't gonna say he, whoever, <laughs> the creator, mm-hmm. woman, made it to, made our body shut down so that we can get rest. Made it to where we're going to be forced to go to sleep because we need rest. Made it to where you know, hairs grow on our body to protect our skin from back in the day when we didn't have coats. With all these different things that we don't even think about. Right. But he did not give us hot and ready. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No. No. See, I'm going to make you accountable for it. You about to make me cuss. I was about to say for your effery. I'm about to make you accountable. God didn't give us hot and ready. I'm gonna put it out there. That's what I'm saying. The issue you is, did that. Yeah. You did that. You For are real. giving yourself all of these different ailments. Yeah. And some of these things, yes, you're right. You do have to. I'm glad you brought that point up. Yeah, because you ate so many hot and ready. Maybe you do have to get Western medicine at this point. Maybe because you done done so much damage to yourself. Maybe the requirements to bring it back sometimes is so far gone is Western medicine. If you treated your body mm, the way you as to fight fire with fire, exactly. So the reason pharmaceutical drugs are necessary is to fight. You got to fight man-made with man-made. Soon as you stop consuming the man-made trash, you mm. will stop having the man-made diseases, and you will stop needing the man-made pharmaceutical drugs. Church. That's all we're trying to say. Okay, That's all we're trying to say. I got it. You. 
can't say it no better than that. I really can't say it any better than that. When you eat from the earth, you can heal with the earth. Oh. When you eat man-made, you're fighting fire with fire. You got to go to the doctor. They ain't and catch that was it. another they ain't thing. Catch it. Throw it out there again. They ain't catch it. <laughs> I can't even read what I just said. But, you know, when you <laughs> eat from the earth, earth you, you heal hit. from the earth. Yes. When you eat man-made, you have to fight it a lot of times with man-made. Because, number one, like you said, we adjust. For our dysfunction. Yeah. You know, your knees are hurting. You know, you said you get a, a, a bigger truck and you got to, right. I don't want to bend my knees no more. Right. Like, if you were. Oh, I'm going to buy a house that's one level. Yeah. I just had somebody tell me that. If you. <laughs> really? That was a real story. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm getting older. I should probably get a house that's one floor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Things like that. We adjust to our dysfunction. Yeah. Instead of reaching out to the things that are applied, uh, that's given to us naturally and and stop thinking that it's so i hate the word hippie i I like the word right but i don't like when it's you i would yeah negative way like right extreme yeah we i mean like just like you can go sit by uh, water water is calming you can literally sit somewhere and listen to the waves the sound of the waves the blue blue calms you down yes lavender relaxes you remember that day you brought lavender over here and we soaked our feet. I think we both fell asleep. Yeah. I, it, I mean, things, we have so many different things. And when you ask someone that has high blood pressure, that's on high blood pressure medica- medication, well, what's the plan? They don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. The plan is medication. Mm-hmm. They don't even have an exit strategy. Mm-hmm. You, the exit strategy should, to be, should be to get off medication and to keep your body stable with no high blood pressure, and none of those ailments with your diet. Yes. Extracting things. Everything else. Exactly. You know, someone told me, well, I tried a holistic uh, diet. I mean, a doctor. I went, and then they prescribed me pineapple uh, pills. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm sorry. There are fraudulent holistic doctors just like there are fraudulent, um, you know, regular MDs and DOs that just want your money and don't care about you. Yes. Um, Because putting... A band-aid on, on the wound and not addressing the wound and how to heal it. That's not going to solve anything. What is pineapple pills going to do for you besides lie in their pocket? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I think it's what's interesting, like I was telling you when you um, suggested we have this topic, is that Western medicine is brand new. Mm-hmm. Right? And before Western medicine, we had people in our community that we call healers Mm -hmm. and these were people who the community the tribe the neighborhood whatever went to when somebody was Mm -hmm. ill when somebody was sick when somebody needed to be whole again and now they that used to be the status quo and now western medicine has came in and manipulated a system so much created an industry so sophisticated and so freaking well off monetarily that they've brainwashed us into believing that all those other healers and natural modalities of healing our bodies are pretty much hocus pocus. Mm -hmm. Right. And that it sounds great in theory, but really if something happens, get me to a hospital. Right. Yeah. Like if something happens, I need to be, you know, with a doctor and you can say, well, look, at least there's the advances in technology and medicine, which just the evolution of society. Everything doesn't require uh, evolution mm-hmm. or upgrades or right. new, new models. Right. Your iPhone do mm-hmm. your medicine don't necessarily. 
man. Okay. So that's, I want to bring it to the point of when I was just speaking of, we were given everything. I mean, if you really think uh, about that, thinking that you're the natural, the na the things he gave us naturally has to evolve. Like you said, no, it didn't have to evolve. I mean, if you really think about it, you're basically saying that when he created this earth, right? He basically put our health in the hands of two people meeting, having sex, having a baby, and they, them growing up to be a scientist or a doctor and getting their medicine patented. That that's what that's what the creator was banking on. Like, what type of sense does that even make? Where I can think of all these different things. I can think of bees to pollinate the flowers. I can think of you know making a butter a caterpillar turn into a butterfly. Mm -hmm. I can think of all these things. But I'm, I want you to rely on man to have a baby yeah. and the, the woman going through this pregnancy to yeah. get this person here yeah. for them to decide if they're going to stick to the plan to be whatever their career path was and then get this idea out and then get it to... I mean, all of this, our health is relied. And then when they do get the idea here, pay me. Mm -hmm. It ain't free. Yeah. Oh, because let's be clear. It ain't free. The only people who can truly benefit... From the quote unquote advances in Western medicine and get the best health care, are the people who are in a social, a certain mm -hmm. socioeconomic status. Mm -hmm. So let me get this straight Western medicine is just a way that our uh, society has evolved. But here's the caveat mm -hmm. if you fall in a certain tax bracket, certain race, a certain race, certain demographic, live in a certain neighborhood, more than likely these so called advances in medicine are gonna be what take you out. You're going to die, right? Right. But but if you got enough money, then Western medicine is the, your yeah, best. Yeah, but this is, yeah, this is this is what we can it's do It's the best for of the best. Right. Right? It's complete nonsense. It's complete, It's complete nonsense. nonsense. You know, I had, um, so I met a woman recently, and um, I liked her so much. You know, I got her contact information, and I reached out to her, and I asked her that she wanted to meet. And so we ended up meeting, and I'm like, okay, so exactly what do you do, you know, in the health space and the nutrition space? And she said that she, and she said that she has a gift where she can look at you and basically see your insight, see your anatomy, and tell you what's going on in your body. Really? Right? <laughs> skepticism, mad skepticism. <laughs> like she, she looked at me and said. On the right side, you got 17% blockage. On the left side, you have 23% blockage. Then she proceeded. I said, I want to try you out. How much is a consultation? How does this work? And she said, I can do it anywhere. I don't. Have, I can do it over the phone. I don't even have to be face-to-face -face with you. And I can tell you everything that's going on from the tip of your head all the way down to the bottom of your feet. I let her do an assessment on me. I paid her the fee and she went all through my body. She said, you have a spot right here in your head, a soft spot in the back of your skull. This is going on. Your arteries are blocked this much. She said, you got a mucus pocket right here in your kidney. This is going on. And I, Jay, and I struggle because I'm part of the society we criticize. Is that, yeah. I'm just gonna say that. Absolutely. And so I'm struggling because 
I want to believe, mm-hmm. right? And there are some things that she said that were accurate. How do you know? Well, you have a tear right here in your left knee. What's going on with that? I said, oh, that's the one that hurt when this happens. This is the one that gives out on me when I mm-hmm. do leg day. You know, there's some things that she identified that were true. There's other things where she said you your pain receptors are going off right here in the back of your arms, like in your tricep. I also feel a pain receptor going off right here in your left foot. Was that true? Yeah, not the back of my arms, it wasn't. I didn't feel anything. But so most of the things that she identified on my body were mild. Mm-hmm. And that she said, and I don't know. I Like I said, I'm just telling this story. But she said, because you eat so good and it, it's not showing up in a way that's impacting your life. Mm-hmm. I don't Which know makes if it sense. was. Right. Who knows if it was rubbish or not. So basically, most everything that I. That she found in my body was low grade. Right. You know what I mean? Like low grade inflammation. So I, I said, nope, that doesn't bother me. She said, does this bother you? Does this bother you? Okay, this is what I'm seeing here. You have a small tear on your right knee, on your meniscus. You have this going on on your left foot. You have this going on. Uh, I'm feeling something here in the back of this. You know, here's how much your arteries are blocked. She said, oh, your intestines look beautiful. Wow, they look so good. You know, and... Gave me a whole assessment just through her gift of clairvoyance, I guess. I have no idea if it was crap or not. And you, and you know what? You'll never know, but it has to exist. Just like when um, the, the police officers or the investigators get the person to help them find a case that they can't solve. I mean, to solve a case. Oh, yeah. And they take them. And, and a lot of the stuff, they're dead spot on because they, why, why couldn't they have been given this gift? Yeah. Why can you be given a gift to speak and yeah. to reach people? Why can someone else be given a gift of art? Mm-hmm. Why can someone else be given a gift of singing? Yeah. But I can't be given a gift of feeling what's inside your body. Like, it's just too far. Because one of the things I think is that people who have this gift mm-hmm. are silent because they they will be probably shunned oh, oh, yeah. or the you know, yeah the critique great. and Absolutely. they probably so we're not aware of because they don't want to feel crazy or they don't right. want to be teased or they so we don't even know we don't even know all the people who have that gift yeah a hundred percent and she you know told me multiple stories about people who would call her from the hospital and say my brother or my mother or whoever just got diagnosed with cancer and I need you to help us and she said I told you I told you not to take them to the hospital this is what's going to happen you can't do that if they stay on chemo they're going to die from it and and literally speaking specifically to that person not saying in general yeah she said no if they take one more of that medicine this is going to happen and she said every single person perish that I said would and every single blah 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 and you know, I don't know. Now, some stuff I felt like I had suggested it first and she ran with it. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I tried to watch how much I was suggesting and telling. Mm-hmm. But there were some things that she completely said that I hadn't mentioned or anything. So, but, I, but I'm but i very in... in um, she's going to write me a regimen for some stuff that she feel like I should take for this. She said, you eat so well that you don't feel anything. You feel like a complete body of health. I said, I do. I don't have any problems according to me. 
but she said, okay, with you're cold all the time. You're, she said, my iron. I'm like, well, I don't chew ice. I don't take iron supplements. I don't have any other signs of anemia. But I do. I am chilly, you know. And she said, okay, here's what we're going to do, you know. And so she's going to write me like little, a little regimen like that. And I'm picking it up tomorrow. And I'm going to follow you know every instruction. And I'm going to report back. Because just to your point, we'll take a doctor's instruction, mm-hmm. right, to the T. Fill this prescription. Take one twice a day with water. Don't eat. Do this, do this, do this, right? And so I want to respect uh, all those natural holistic modalities just as much. Yeah. So. And uh, I'm not sure if I talked about this earlier when I was talking about seeing my counselor, my therapist, whatever you want to call it. And the, I think a problem with a lot of people are is we're too intelligent. And that's the, the podcast or the um, person I used to watch called... Um, the bronze goddess. She was um, a Christian. Her father was a pastor. And she was saying that's why a lot of people have a problem with religion. Um, they're, they're so intelligent. And if I cannot rationalize this in my head, then I can't accept it. Yes. Right? So we're so book smart. We're so street smart. And if it does, two plus two doesn't equal four, then I can't accept that. You know, how, how did this, how did such, how did he walk on water? How did he turn, you know, this into that? Mm-hmm. How did it rain for 40 days and 40 nights? She was talking about you know, a whole different thing, but that's the same thing with that. Mm-hmm. And and when I went to go see my um, therapist, I realized I deal with so much anxiety and I deal with so many d- different things internally is because I'm too intelligent mm-hmm. and I feel like because I'm smart mm-hmm. that I, this is why this is this and this is how I handle this and this is how I solve this and this is what, and this is what I'm supposed to do. And on paper and, in, and, and to everybody else, it looks like it makes sense. You get up, you go to work, you take care of your kids. You know how to fix this. You know how to solve this. You know when this happens to you. And that's why all of these things that I can't, that I need to go to another source for mm-hmm. that I'm trying to, you know, rationalize and and fix myself mm-hmm. because I'm like I'm smart enough to do that mm-hmm. right I'm 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 intelligent enough to do that absolutely and it makes it harder for us the smarter you are the more the harder it gets to seek someone else because it's like why would I me with this bachelor's degree me with this job me with raising this me who trap me why would I need someone else why would I believe what they would tell me yeah over what I'm telling myself. Yeah. And that can get in your own way. Yeah. So when I went and I talked to her yesterday, I realized that you're you're just not equipped with this information. I don't care how smart you are. Mm-hmm. You're not going first of all, you're biased because it's you. Right. You're biased. Yes. You've sat around for days, months, year inside of your own head, inside of your own thoughts, and you've came up with this dialogue that you gave yourself. Yeah. And you decided if it made sense or not. Mm-hmm. And everything is not for you to decide, even though it's your life. Sometimes you have to, to, you know, source or get another resource or source out something in your life that you need help with. Period. You, why do you think you're the top of the food chain in every area of your life? No, uh-uh. No, you got to outsource that thing. Yeah, outsource. I'm talking about source. Outsource. You got to outsource. You have to outsource certain things. And we talked about that. Everybody think, because they, exercise has been around for years, years, and they know how to exercise. They don't have to outsource a trainer. I've been eating my whole life. I don't have to outsource someone who knows about nutrition. I've been doing... No. But have you... Studied it outside of yourself. Have you literally just 
general facts or, or this demographic that how does like no you cannot some things you have to get a professional for yes period point blank absolutely and you know that's my saying right there put your money where your struggle is um and also sometimes you just pay for peace mm-hmm. right because um i don't care how sexy it is or how bad it gets i'm never washing my own hair not gonna happen not gonna happen oh my god I, do you remember how much they used to irritate me that I didn't wash my own hair? You would literally have an appointment just to get your hair washed. And they would like put in two plaits or something. Yeah. Or two French braids. I'm Absolutely. like, really? Absolutely. Not but I get it now. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. You pay for peace. You're not always paying for stuff that you don't know how to do. Sometimes you're just paying for stuff that you don't want to be right. bothered with. Exactly. Just like um, I have a 12, I'm 13 now. I don't, I don't do her hair. When I do, when, if you see her hair and I've done it, I'm stressed out. I don't, that's not, you know what I mean? That's not what I do. I don't, yes, I have a daughter. I know I don't do hair. That's why my hair is, I'm not that person. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes, when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to thinking that, um, you know, it all be careful with that because, um, Western medicine was not designed specifically, uh, our demographic, unfortunately is not in our favor. Like, and what's the, the irony of it all is that, you know, black people are responsible for a lot of the advances in medicine Mm -hmm. against our own will. Shout out to Henrietta Lacks. Mm -hmm. You know, they stole her sales. Yeah. Right. Um, So we're, we're responsible. We, our bodies and our brains have been experimented on literally for decades Mm -hmm. for the advancements in medicine that don't benefit us. Right. Shout out to the Tuskegee syphilis, you know, experiment. Like there are so many instances uh, but here we are today where we're one of the demographics that suffer the most from and have some of the worst outcomes from Western medicine. So keep in mind, guys, like Jay said, where you can pray and be a believer in things uh, sight unseen in one realm, uh, try and pull some of that belief and that ideology over to, you know, medicine and healing. And the final thing I want to talk about, Jay, is um, this belief that if you can't go full throttle on something, exercise or a plant-based or a vegan diet, that automatically equals staying unhealthy or staying with a chronic disease. Yeah. So I was um, having a final call with a client just recently and she said, no, my problem is, which is the things, the same problem that most everybody recites, I don't have time to meal prep. I don't have time to meal plan. I... And she was like, I need to find uh, a plant-based chef. I need to find somebody to make my meals for me, which was a suggestion I made to her um, some time back. This money is not an issue for her. And I said, well, if you can't do it yourself, you know, put your money where your struggle is. Pay somebody to do it for you. Yeah. Duh, problem solved, right? Um, and, you know, so we were finishing up this call, and she said, that that's my problem. And I said, okay, th- those are your problems, not enough time. Uh, don't have time to meal prep or meal plan. And let's not get the time confused with the word desire. Maybe you do have time, but you don't have the desire. Either way. Mm-hmm. I said, but you ain't, you're missing a third problem that you have, which are the lack of non-negotiables. I said, I don't want you to be under the impression that every person who, uh, who seemingly is eating a really good, healthy, plant-based diet always have the time and desire to meal prep and meal plan. Mm-hmm. I don't. 
Mm-hmm. None of my friends do who we all practice this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We're not sitting around with loads of time and just in the kitchen for hours a day. I said, what we have is not negotiables. Not not necessarily time and desire to cook. Right. I said, you're missing the fact that there's just some things that you absolutely won't put in your body. And there's things that absolutely must go into your body every day. You're not missing a chef. You're not missing an extra hour in a day. You're missing a non-negotiable. I don't care how busy I get, how much I travel, how much... I will never eat a, a Whopper, an Impossible oh, Whopper. I will man. never eat White Castles. I will never have... I can never... I, I can eat out for the next seven days and I'll still be extremely healthy. I'm not going to gain weight. I'm not going to have chronic pain and headaches. I'm not going to have high blood pressure. Stop. Y'all need to stop acting like that. Your problem is you don't have time. Your problem is not that you haven't found a good recipe book yet. Your problem is not that you're not fully plant-based yet and you can't shake the chicken. You can still eat the chicken. I tell the story all the time about I lost 65 pounds before I went vegan. How did I manage to do that? When I came into veganism, I was already healthy. Right. Vegan ain't making me healthy. Right. Plant-based don't make you healthy. Man. It makes you healthier. Mm-hmm. It, it secures your seat for the next 20, 40, 50 years, medication-free, blah, blah, blah. But stop acting like because you ain't gave up the chicken or the fish yet, that that automatically equals high blood pressure, high cholesterol, autoimmune disease, headaches, depression, anxiety. Quit playing with me and stop acting like there's not a way to still eat that stuff and be healthy. Man, I wish I could just bottle up what you just said and just give it out for Christmas. Here you go. I'm tired <laughs> of your excuses. I'm tired. I'm so tired of people. Well, I was hungry and I didn't bring you and I didn't bring a lunch. That made you go to McDonald's? No, it you didn't. don't have you don't have no non-negotiables that say I'm gonna drive 10 miles until I find or I'm just not gonna eat. Like you said, go ahead and fast today. <laughs> you know, I'm forever traumatized about that. Right? You know, th- one thing does not mean you do the complete opposite. No, no, it doesn't. You have to have some unmovable, unshakable beliefs about what goes into your body and Period. what will absolutely not. Period. You have to upgrade what you allow into your body. And that does not make you extra. It does not make you over the top. It does not make you fanatic. And I don't understand what's wrong with being a fan about your health anyway. Anyway. Why is that put into this negative connotation about how you treat yourself? Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. I was hungry. I didn't. As if you didn't know you were going to be hungry. It didn't surprise you. Did you think you were going to bypass Thursday with and just skip on the Friday without being hungry? Like you've done the rest of your life being hungry. You thought this was going to be the week that it didn't happen. Like what made you act like you wanted this when you know that you're not ready? Just be honest with yourself. Take responsibility. Just Take the one step that you need, which is accountability, even if you didn't get it right, because it's not about getting it right 100 percent of the time. It's about being honest about where you are and what you need, because once you start being honest, you can have an honest conversation with yourself about what you really need. I can't man. I can't do this. When I was struggling with stress and depression, even being a certified trainer, even being vegan for years, I outsourced. I got tipped. I said, I, right now I'm struggling with going to the gym. I paid someone. Yeah. I paid someone for months until I can get some type of uh, routine back on my own. Yeah. I didn't just say forget it. Um, I, you know, I know how to exercise, yeah. or I ain't got time, or I'm stressed, or I'm depressed, or I, I'm trying, I'm, I'm about to, you know, lose my, my job is closing down, and I'm about to, I don't, have, no, no, this is still a value to me that I'm not going to lose. So yeah. what do I need to do for it? That's it. Period. That's not, that's it. It's not what you do. It's who you are. And um, I, I wish more people would understand that because 
just when people are in our audience, when I when we're doing lectures and we're doing classes or coaching or whatever, and people say I'm not there yet, I'm not quite plant based. Oh, I'm yet. never gonna be like you. Do, do you ever hear that all the time? You don't have to be like us. Nobody asked you that. Yeah, you. Getting <laughs> 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 <Get> pissed off. <laughs> The whole corner of your lip was up. Like, <laughs> I, right. I ain't going to never be like you. Did I ever say that? Nobody. Nobody suggested that you should be. Um, but you showed up for to this class so I can teach you how to lean a little more in that direction. Not only that, being 100% vegan or not being 100% vegan doesn't automatically equal that you get to still eat cookies. Like, like just because you <laughs> haven't completely given up animal products doesn't automatically i don't know i understand how that equates to processed food like so y'all think i haven't nailed this part so that mean like there's still a way to eat animal products and clean quote unquote mm -hmm. clean yeah. you know what i mean you can i told my client on the, on the phone i said i just want to make sure you know uh that there's people who aren't vegan or plant-based who also don't have high blood pressure i just want you to know I, that like, like let's be clear there's people who are not plant-based, who are not vegan, who are... Very obese. low body fat. Yeah. I and mean, who are not obese. Who who are not, you know, suffering from autoimmune disease. Who are not... So right. let's be clear that that's not... Stop using that as an excuse to, to when right. I give up all animal products, I'm automatically going to be right. clear of Have all you even checked things. your portion size before you're talking about vegan? Have you even checked? Have you got that in check? You're not even drinking water. You're not drinking water. <laughs> you're not drinking water. I'm not about to argue with you about this. No. We're, we're not, not even there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. You have not and you know what? Universals. And that used to be my thing. So when somebody asked me, so I used to be so excited. Okay, this, here's what you need to do. And then it got down to, okay, talk to me once you gave up eating chips every day. Come back. I'm not about to get into, you know, macros and, and, and no, I'm not getting into that. Yeah. You're, why are we talking about this when you haven't gave up Kool-Aid and, and eating chips every day? Like there, there are steps to this. It doesn't have to. Kool-Aid lose my number. I'm not, I'm not, never having that. Kool-Aid. People still drink Kool-Aid. I know, Grown, we, done, I'm I know, I know we done brought this up a couple of times, but that is so stressful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, you're right. Like the universals, you have an addiction now. Let's be clear. You know, the addiction can be biological, it can be physiological, it can be emotional. We get it. But stop being like, oh, I'm still struggling with this chicken. But you also still struggling with the chips away. Yeah. You still struggling. You know, you know what I mean? Like, let's, let's, let's just be honest with ourselves. And also, this is a big one, too. Watch who you're around. Because a lot of people pat themselves on the back because they, their friend eats five packs of chips and they only eat four. They only eat three. Mm -hmm. You you put yourself on this. Yeah, you put yourself on this pedestal because you're not doing as bad as someone else is doing. I mean, they smoke cigarettes. At least I don't smoke cigarettes. I mean, I may eat you know KFC three four times a day, but they eat it every day, and then and then they drink every day. I only drink twice a week. Like, no, don't compare yourself. Com try, strive for who you want to be without making comparisons with someone who's not doing as good as you or feeling bad about someone who's doing better than you because you can't be like them. Focus on what who you want to be, yep. how you want to feel, yep. what you're trying to obtain yep. and, 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 and get comparisons out of it because they're going to even, they're going to make you feel less than, or they're going to make you feel like you bossed up. Superior, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And, and neither one is going to help you Absolutely. for the most part. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the bar 
just keeps moving higher, the better you get. Right. Right. Because people will look at us like, oh, okay, y'all working out, y'all to help you weight healthy you know you know master the vegan thing no addictions to sugar and all that stuff but we have but we, I st- we still have certain things we want to achieve in our health that are struggles yes absolutely you know absolutely. so like it, the bar is set different for every person yeah and shout out to myself today is my 31st day mm-hmm. with absolutely no bread mm-hmm. absolutely no chips mm-hmm. absolutely no fried food and absolutely no alcohol love it man congratulations yeah thank That's you sexy thank you mm-hmm. thank you very much thank you very much and notice i didn't say sugar that probably will never be on my challenge uh, list because it's not something i pick things that i struggle with not on a daily basis but when temptation arises, like if we, if I'm meeting meeting with friends and we're going out, say we're going to brunch, I'm going to want to have a mimosa. Right. I'm going to want, to, oh, let's get these homestyle potatoes, and then I'm going to want to have, you know, maybe some avocado toast. I we were just talking about in the last um, podcast, I believe, mm-hmm. about flexing your discipline muscle. Yes, I, I'm flexing my not because I'm addicted to these things. I barely touch fried foods, but what is barely? You know, we always talk about what, right. what, 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 tell me that how many yeah, days is barely. That's one of them great no, words. you need to know if, if, if you barely touch it, then you should be able to go yeah. 30, 40, a whole year because you barely n- know if you're addicted or not. Because when people hit me with that addiction language, nah, I rarely, I barely. Okay. Well then I'm asking you to get pop up. And if you barely do it, then why you keep hitting me with this? I barely right. go ahead and do it. So I'm just flexing my discipline muscle yes. to make sure that nothing has control over me. That's right. That's all. That's all I'm doing. Period. People want to know, why are you doing that? You already helped. Because I want to make sure that I'm in control. Absolutely. That's all. Absolutely. That's it. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I've been flexing my discipline muscle. So, I went to an event one time. And uh, shout out to Chef Leah, matter of fact. Uh, it was actually at the Naturalista at Kobo. Mm-hmm. And when Chef Leah was there on her table, on her food table where she was serving food, she had a jar of affirmations. And when you got food from her, you just pick up an affirmation at the jar mm-hmm. just to go along with it. Right? So I picked up an affirmation. This was way back in March. And I opened mine up and it said, do hard things. Mm-hmm. Right? I framed it. And it's in my bathroom. Right? It's, I got this big old frame and it's a small piece of paper in the middle that says, do hard things. And I recite that. I have, I've have, I have found that I've had to recite that several times in the past couple of months for things. Because in this new position as the executive director at the, as the, of the Plant-Based Nutrition Support Group, it's pushing me and challenging me in some ways mm-hmm. that I've never been challenged before. Mm-hmm. And just like three times yesterday, I had to say, do hard things right before I did a hard thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that, that has been my way of flexing my discipline muscle. Yeah. Like force yourself, Lisa, to be uncomfortable every time. Mm-hmm. That is so crazy. Yeah. You know, and it it is something that, like it was like one of them was just kind of like taken up for myself. Did I tell you about the um young man who came up to me and like practiced some like black vernacular on me? Uh, okay, so I'm we about to fall completely out. What? No, is no, it no, re- no. Is it as ridiculous as it sounds? No, I mean, I mean yes, I, I was <laughs> taken aback, but no. Oh, okay. um, we were at an event and he was leaving. Um, he's under my tutelage at. The, the company and he came up to me with his fist out like give, to was give he black pound. or white though white oh to give me a pound and said peace out wody nope nope i reject i reject that whole take it back i don't even want to visualize that foolishness jay 
It was so disturbing. It was so disturbing. And I didn't know. I was so taken aback by. I'm like, this is what. This is the stories people tell. Like, this is the story. That don't happen in real life. That happens on exaggerated like black sitcom or some type of movie comedy or something like where they exaggerate well, comedy is what they say frames real life right like they, they it's right. not exaggerated it's exactly what happens it's exactly what, did what you happens do? so in the moment i can't even remember i think i just looked at him and laughed or something and then he slapped me on the back and said i can't believe i just said peace out wody and walked away Yep. Yep. So that bothered me so bad and just kind of, you know, reminding me what I was up against in this new position um, that, you know, a few days later, I, you know, um, I had to have a meeting with him about something completely unrelated. And I told him, you know, let's just hop on a phone call mm-hmm. and to have this discussion. And we hopped on a phone call and the entire time you're thinking about, I'm thinking out. about this. I'm thinking about peace out, Wody. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Cool. And I'm thinking you have to address this to set precedent. Mm-hmm. It was so difficult, but at the end of the phone call, I told him how much that bothered me, and that was a hard thing I had to do. Wow, that I, I don't even know how how did you set that conversation up? Like what did you did you frame it as if it felt as if you were in like insulting my my race or what? No. Nope. I just said, you know, at the event last week, remember when you were leaving and you, you know, tried to give me a fist bump and said, Peace out, Wody. <laughs> Stop laughing. I can't I'm sorry, it's so ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um but I said, you know, uh, that made me feel really uncomfortable, and I would appreciate if going forward we just kept it professional. Okay, that was good. Yeah, that's all I said, and he said, oh yeah, okay, no problem. And then like even hung up afterwards and sent me a text like, I'm sorry about that, blah blah blah, you know, and said some other things which I'm like, mm. but you know, I felt like I had to say it, if nothing else, because we hear we hear stories so often of um those men and women you know who have paved the way for us right and their climb up corporate ladders and blah 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 and their narratives and they tell stories like this and i wanted to make sure and and, and but, but but the part of their stories that i often i sometimes hear is how they um got along to get along mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i don't want to do that I don't want to go along to get along. I don't want to yeah. play nice um, because there's a nice way to tell you that won't work here. Mm-hmm. You don't get to, you know, practice your black vernacular with me. Right. So it made me, that's what made it uncomfortable because I could have not said anything and we just went along. Right. Um, and I ran it by a couple of people, you know. Were they all outraged? Were my mentor? Yeah. You know, and but it was also completely not surprising you know, because I'm running it past black women who are 30 years my senior. And they're like, oh, yeah, basically get used to that. I was like, absolutely, I will not. Yeah. You know, and so that was one of the hard things I had to do this week. Speaking of, so at work, the the person that's on the head of the whole department, he comes around and he fist bumps everyone in the department, right? Uh-huh. Huh. 
So he came up to my desk when I wasn't paying attention. Like I was in thought or working on something and just really my mind was completely relaxed. Mm -hmm. So when he walked up to me to do the fist bump, mm. I immediately did the black fist bump. I held my fist. You know how you pound it on top, pound it on um, bottom, and then you hit the middle? Okay. So pound, pound, pound. Right. I did that without thinking. Right. He was like, I like that. I like that. And every day he's been doing it since. Oh, you giving away. Oh, oh, I was like, why did I do why oh, did I do no, this? No, I didn't no. want so now now I'm uncomfortable with something that I created. Oh. Like no, that's for us, not oh. for you. Oh. You he probably never seen that day in his life. Oh, he probably shit. only started doing the fist pump mm -mm. when he started working with black people. Mm -mm. Now you got the pom pom. Now oh. he's taking it. I said, What man? Oh, yeah. that hurt. That hurt. Yeah, that oh. happened. That, oh. Yeah. Yep. Oh man. <laughs> yep. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, y'all, real quick. So, chant, it's getting worse, the chanting, the chanting. <laughs> so, I don't think they know about the chanting. I'm going to explain it real quick. Okay. So, <laughs> I just started at a new company. Um, just to give you an idea of the type of, um, so, it's pre predominantly white, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's a different kind, because you know when you go to the downtown Detroit, it's a more hip. You know, the, you know, the more hip culture where I work at, it's for a tooling company mm -hmm. where it looks like the, the women are from, they, they have the haircut that looks almost like from the eighties. I feel like I've just been sent back to the eighties mm. on, it's ridiculous. And then the men look like they belong on at Granger. If you guys are familiar with that, like they're real rugged and it's just, it's like the, if, for lack of a better word, it's the real, like the white, real like, I don't know how to explain it. Anyway, so in the morning, every department comes and does a chant, a chant. And it, the chant can be anything. They round up their department. They come to the middle of the floor mm -hmm. and you'll hear it across the whole office saying something like, uh, our team is the best. And then everybody will say, woo, woo, or something like that. Real ridiculous, right? <laughs> so my team... At the end, we say goal solutions, right? Yeah. So, and then now they want to add like a twirl in the air, like you're twirling like a rag around, but except you just do your hands with it. Oh my so, gosh. So, every morning, yeah. every morning at the same time. Now, at first, you know, I just started this company. So, they'll be like, hey, do you want to come and chant with us? And because I'm so new, I can't say no. Like, this is so lame. I can't. Right. So, now I've been here for a couple months. I'm thinking in my head, why do you keep doing this? You hate it. So after we say the chant, everyone high fives. The whole circle has to oh, high five each other. Okay. The whole circle has to yeah. high five each other. It's killing me. Okay. So the lady who writes the chants, everyone, she's really excited about it. Today I wrote, Oh, we are all winners. Go solutions. And don't forget to do your arm in the air. Right. Oh and I'm like, God. oh. So I try to like hide in my desk now. Like, okay, hopefully, and I try to stare real, real intensely at my screen, and then I always try to like pull up a report or something that looks oh, yeah. that that serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to do. No, I need to expedite this. They ask. So <laughs> now they come by and say, Jamila, chanters, 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 Jamila, chanters. You coming, chanters? I'm not a chanter. First of all, first of all, I'm not a chanter. <laughs> 
I have no other point. That's all I want to say. They actually come by and whisper <laughs> chanters like low and then say my name now. That's all. I hate it so much. So you just took a moment to vent. Oh, that's it. I have no, I have no value to bring to anyone for saying. <laughs> no, no one will be a better person. This is not <laughs> applicable <laughs> to any area of your life. <laughs> We're all just just die a little bit inside with me as no. I do every. We're, I hate it. We're ending the podcast on a chant today. Think of a chant that you want to end on. Oh, okay. What's going to be the end of the chant? Uh, go Academy. Okay. Oh, <laughs> and, woo -woo. and don't forget to do your arm oh, in the y air. Better be in the chanters, air. Chanters. Now we're going to tell y'all what it is, and we're going to count to three, and we're going to all do it collectively. And I better okay. hear voices around the world. But before we do that. Make sure you are enrolled in the Black Health Academy. Things are getting good. Man, Jay, at our first Saturday nutrition class for September 2019, we have so many new people in the building. We packed the place out. We had people bring people, you know. Um, you might have to get a bigger location soon. We might have to. I don't know about that. But we at one of the nutrition consultations that somebody booked from um, – the last podcast episode, we hopped on the phone and she said, yo, I done drove down from Flint to the last two first Saturday nutrition classes. Shout out. Wow. I hope you're listening. Thank you so much. I can't believe people are traveling. For those of you who know, know, Flint is what, 30, 40 minutes from Detroit? Or not longer, longer than that. Really? Absolutely. From yeah. downtown Detroit? Okay. So, I mean, people driving into this, I am so thrilled and so happy. Would love, love, love to take the first Saturday Get Planet Nutrition class on the road. Uh, if you're in, um, and no matter where you are, but go to the website and you can select to have, you know, the Black Health Academy come to your town. We can teach our uh, signature nutrition class. I lecture on a different subject every month. People are getting results. You guys are phenomenal and you make me so happy and so proud. I always like to give a little uh, Black Health history at the beginning of classes. But the point I'm trying to make right here is if you're not in the Metro Detroit area and you cannot get to our first Saturday nutrition class, I record a lot of, lot of the lectures and I upload them into the Black Health Academy because I know we have members and listeners uh, throughout the world, not just the country. So theblackhealthacademy.com, enroll for free. The last lecture that I did in September is called Lean Out, the Weight Loss for Solution for the Plant Curious. This is a brand new lecture that I created. Lean Out, Lean is an acronym, L-E-A-N, and I gave four critical steps that those of you who are not fully plant-based yet can take to lose weight. So this is live in the academy. If you're listening to this right now, it's already live. Go to theblackhealthacademy.com, enroll and or log in, navigate to plant you, the plant you heading, and right there at the top, you're going to see lean out. It's a two-hour lecture. Listen to it while you're driving, while you're working out, while you're walking down the street, while you're working, while you're doing dishes, whatever, um, and come get this health. We, Our mission is absolutely to continue to pour into you guys and make sure you know that this, I want the Black Health Academy to be the place where you feel comfortable coming to um, to get your questions answered about nutrition, about physical fitness, about emotional health, and about things that disproportionately impact the Black community. So thank you, thank you, thank you for continuing to support. We now have, Jay, about 430 members inside the Academy and counting. Uh, okay. Okay. 
Oh, you let me have it. Okay, you must be feeling real good. Feeling real good. Had that veggie sandwich. What I'm, what I'm gonna make for y'all just so I can describe it. Juicy. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm getting pom poms for the next one. Listen, I'm coming. Or with that, that clapper. Do you know the one oh, you yeah. hold and it clap automatically? Yeah. I'm coming with that fire in the next episode. I cannot wait. They probably want you to make um like a a lentil pasta with like a peanut sauce, probably with mushrooms onions that's specific um, huh yeah that, probably some colorful peppers probably with a little spinach in it if you was to um, take a stab if, at yeah it. <laughs> i mean I, that's probably i don't know i don't know what y'all want but that you know <laughs> sound like a good idea to me i don't know i don't know make sure you bring enough for two of us. that's all i'm saying <laughs> i'm leaving it at that we'll see what happens we'll see what happens oh you got that chant ready for us oh yeah set your non-negotiable wait negotiables <laughs> So, look, the so, one time the people were loud now. You had one job. <laughs> Negotiable. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. Make no, no, no. It got it already gotta be claimed. Okay. We said our non-negotiables. Go, Go Academy. Academy. Okay. Oh, we said our non-negotiables. Is that a good one? I, it doesn't sound like it, but if that's what it, you it want, sounds horrible a little bit. <laughs> You I forgot about it. Let's say okay. Um, plant power. Yeah, super lame because it's lame. You gotta, you it's gotta remember lame. that. Okay, you gotta Don't know it can't be lame. sweet. No, 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 no. We can't, we can't put that melanin fire on it. No, it's none. Be super lame. Okay, now chanters, chanters, Lisa, chanters, chanters. <laughs> okay, <laughs> got me. I hate it. All right, and then we're gonna say, oh, then hold the board up. You read it. You gotta read it because it's like a oh 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 a dry eraser board where what you wrote okay. or something do every day. Okay. So chanters, listen, chanters. Okay, and you gotta read. It says, um, plant power, go academy. Okay. All right. On the count of three, everybody. One, two, three. Plant power, go academy. And you gotta clap, and then you high five. Boom. <laughs> Till next time. Be, Be well. well.